and welcome to Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Well, today we will have a very special broadcast. This is January 1st, 2021. January 1st, 2021. And as you all know, everybody in the United States of America, in the world, have been waiting with bated breath for 2020 to end. It has been a year of unexpected consequences, I would say. Um, We've had literally the entire world shut down for a period of time. No sports, no Wall Streets, even churches were shut down in some cases during 2020. And as I reflect on it, and, and I have been saying in earlier broadcasts that, that God is never caught off guard or caught by surprise. This is not, oh, all of a sudden he didn't know that we were going to have a pandemic um, and that the coronavirus is going to wreak havoc through the nation and we we're going to have political turmoil and we were going to have major economic shifts and depression and suicides will rise and all sorts of um, domestic violence. I mean, we've had a lot of interesting things, but we've also seen heroic, heroic um Activities of the first liners in the hospitals, the doctors and the nurses and the custodians and the teachers and everyone, in some cases, risking their very lives to make sure that the elderly have food or children have what they need or or people get to the hospital. We've we've had the um, the Good Samaritans actually put up a tent and. In New York City, alongside Mount, I think Mount Sinai Hospital, to help facilitate the the um, number of people that were struck by the coronavirus. Now we're going to 2021, and we already know that we have a mutation of the coronavirus. As a scientist, this is not something unexpected. Viruses mutate all the time, so. One of the interesting things that um, that I, from my personal perspective, is to look at how awesome God is through the whole thing. How through everything, God, even during the awful times when you lose someone or during the wonderful times when someone is saved and they, they don't die or... How, yes, you may not have a job, but you're still provided for. You still have your needs met or you still have your job and you're helping others. I, I can't get over how awesome Christ Jesus, how awesome the Father, you how awesome the Lord God, Holy Spirit has been throughout this entire episode. 
some people, unfortunately, misconstrue and think that God caused the coronavirus. God did not cause the coronavirus. We, mankind, through our choices, this is a product of Satan. This is not a product of God. But rest assured, any and everything that Satan throws out there, grace will abound above. Grace will abound and above. And as one of my teachers that I listened to, Ron Carpenter said, God, Daddy God, you hey, by hey, Lord God, Christ Jesus, and Lord God, Holy Spirit are doing an inside job because when you are under pressure, under pressure, this is when the inner man is transformed and as the outer man dies, the inner man goes from glory to glory to glory. I still believe that we will see miracles before the end of this year. As, and when this broadcast airs on January the 1st, we will see miracles in our lives. Once again, I have my dear friend Charles Osborne here with me. And he is a mighty man of God and my new friend. And Charles, what do you think about January 1st, 2021? January 1st, 2021. We're going into this year assured that Jesus Christ, God Almighty, and the Holy Spirit triumphed in 2020. Mm-hmm. It might have been a battle for us, but God, he led us through his battle. Yes. And it is his battle. He might lead us to the battle, but he's going to lead us through the battle. Yes. I was trusting him. I do realize that uh, all of the world was afraid. But the one that trusted in him was, had a peace of mind that knew that they was going to get through it, that knew things was going. Because things happen to people that we lost loved ones, we lost friends, people we truly care about. But through it all, God led us through his battle. Because he took Satan's battle. Satan put up a battle with the world. And God is triumphing through it. And he's showing mankind that he is capable of doing it and he is able. And that's something to recognize within what has actually happened, what is actually happening. We see miracles daily. All we have to do is want to see them. Instead of looking at the problem, look at the resolution. The solution is... God, Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit goes, does it. All I do is pray to him. Have a relationship with him. Just see what happens. One of the toughest um, arenas that Satan attacks me on, and that is in my finances. I have been a tither and a um, giver of offerings, um, and just I have the gift of giving. A good part of um, my portion of my life 
But yet, that's the area of, of where Satan has attacked me many, many, many times. So one of the lessons, like I said earlier, that I learned this year, because I kept asking God, okay, if, if there's an issue, it is never God. It is something, in, some incorrect doctrine that I um, have learned and accepted is not true. There's something that's out of order that I need to look at or Basically, the bottom line is God wants me to trust him no matter what and recognize that he's got my back. And I have seen God over and over again take me to the brink of uh, and I never I'm never going to give up. So Satan can forget that one. But and just just resolve the issue, save me from catastrophe. But one of the exciting things that I believe God is getting ready to take me into January, um, January 2021 and into the rest of the year is a financial, a, a huge financial blessing so that I could be in position to do more for the kingdom of God. I've always had a great admiration. I had learned about a, a man in the 1930s, 40s and 50s, and he was giving his tithe of 10%. And he said, God, why do I keep 90 and you have 10? I have 10. You have 10. I'd rather you have the 90 and I have 10. And because his heart was so pure, you, God loved it so much that um, he basically was a multimillionaire off of his 10%. <laughs> and he built churches and schools and did a lot of great works in the kingdom. And I recently, and I knew Rockefeller towards the end of his life, he almost was giving 100% of his, everything he had away. The Gates Foundation, they have pledged to give away most of their income. And most recently, um, um, Amazon um, um, former wife, um, Jeff, former wife um, basically has pledged to give away she got 60 billion I think I, I between 50 and 60 billion dollars in the divorce settlement and she has pledged to give away 30 half of that which we if it was 60 about 30 billion dollars and she's already begun giving to many historically black universities which I think is awesome um, and so I found out recently that Rick Warner, who is someone I truly admire, he wrote the book Purpose Driven Life that sold all over the world, gives away 91% of his income. What do you think about that? That is miraculous. He, he believes so strongly in what uh, he was doing as far as giving God his ties, what he thought was right in his heart and in his mind. You know, it is according to how we think or what we think, because God, he treats us according to our knowledge and what, and what we believe. Mm -hmm. Knowledge and what you believe, and that's what he's been working on. He's been working on my belief system, and it has some flaws in it, which basically was the reason why I was having the breakdown. And and one of the things was, he brought me to the scripture, you have to be giving cheerfully in faith and in love, not grudgingly and out of necessity. So that 
helped me out a lot in getting my finances on track. So I'm excited about January 1st, 2021, that my he's made a correction. And then one of the other interesting things that he made a correction on was investments that I not only got, I have a, a you know, set aside of 10% and above for tithe and offerings, and, but I also have um, money set aside for investment opportunities. God had told me about Pfizer months before the breakout of the vaccine, and I was not really in the position to take advantage of that wisdom and that knowledge. And so I had purposed in my heart from that point forward to um, do that and also also have benevolence and be prepared to get more. I admire and I hope to one day be like Rockefeller, Rick Warren and others where 90 percent or above of what I have um, is given to the kingdom and I live off the rest. So one of the other exciting things is that God has given me is the micro spiral. At, um, methodology and I'm in the process of developing a microspiral app so that is and it's a, it's a wonderful program and it's actually not linear but spiral so I see that eventually I'll have several income streams and it's all about the kingdom God is very interested in your motives you know, you have two thieves on the cross, right? Both of them are thieves, but one of them goes to heaven. <laughs> one of them goes to paradise. Why? Because, first of all, he repented and saw Jesus as king and Lord and as his king and Lord. And he had a change of heart. His motivations were changed. It's amazing how God looks at the motives behind what we do. Any thoughts on that? It is our heart. God sees our heart. Yeah. He operates on our heart. He, you know, it's like a desire. We have desire of our heart. The man on the cross, he desired to know Jesus. Mm -hmm. He desired to be with Jesus. He wanted to be forgiven. Jesus forgave him. Said, "Day, you will be in paradise. paradise. You'll be with me in paradise. That's right. You'll be with me in paradise." And and he was. The other he did was not repentive. He did not have a change of heart. He did not have the intent that God deceives in our own hearts. So there, it tells us there it is the intent of our hearts. And repentance is not being sorry. No. You know, my kids always say, oh, I'm sorry, Mommy, I'm sorry. I said, baby, I don't want you to be sorry. I want you to be repentant, which means go 180 degrees in the opposite direction of where you were headed. Head towards righteousness. That's right. It's, it's about happiness. It's not about <clears throat> sadness or being sorrowful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's about being forgiven joyfully. Mm -hmm. Forgiven. It's not about crying and sadness and all. No, it's not about that at all. It's about the intent of the heart. We want to be happy. It's worth the effort. You know, 
when you said that, the first thing that came up in my spirit was the joy of the Lord is our strength, right? Absolutely. So, so and um, and I had that's another sea change that was made in my life and towards the end of 2020. You know, Satan uses the same or whatever your weakness is. Satan will always come after that area. And I was going once again through something, you know, that I Satan hit me with all the time. But this time I said, not this time. This time I choose. I choose to be joyful and rejoice in the Lord. I choose to be grateful and thankful for what God is doing for me now. And I refuse to be brought down by the circumstances and the things that are happening around me. And I think for me, that has opened up a whole new door for 2021. I'm excited about all the blessings that you're going to receive, Charles, in 2021, and that I'm going to receive in 2021, and everyone listening to this broadcast is going to receive in 2021. I think that this was a reset. I think that even the church itself had to be checked. I think that we had a lot of the worldly things that had entered into the church in the sense of pastors were not looking at Jesus as their source, but looking at how many sheep they had and how many sheep were going to tithe and give offerings. Jesus is the source, not the sheep. So it was, it's been um, interesting and I'm, and 2021 is, I believe, going to be another Year now, now a year of trials, but once again triumph because, like you said before, in the very beginning, Jesus Christ, the Father and the Holy Spirit are with us. He's going to fight us, fight His battle. I caught that, fight His battle, and and what do you mean by that, Doctor Davis? Well, I mean uh, you, these battles that you try to claim for yourself, you need to turn them over to God and let it be His battle. Nobody can do it like Jesus. Nobody can do it like the Father, and nobody can do it like the Holy Spirit. So, I, on the horizon, I think that we're going to have an awakened church, a church that has got their priorities straight, a church that has humbled themselves, a church <clears throat> that is in position to save and help this world, this planet. And as you said earlier, Charles, the solution is Jesus, Jesus, and Jesus. Yes. Yes, when we look at uh, Jesus Christ, we take our eyes off of the battles that we want to choose of the world. It's not our battle. It's God's battle. Mm-hmm. He said, give it to me. I'll do it. It's, let me fight my own battle. All he does is leads us through his battle. Mm-hmm. He doesn't create the battle. The battle is well, Satan creates it. Things, uh, the carnal mind creates it. The carnal body does. Uh, things that we look at. Choices. Choices that we take our eyes off of the goal. The goal is God. Mm-hmm. We take our eyes off of what is good and on everything we look at, and it takes our mind away from our own happiness, mm-hmm. away from our spouses, mm-hmm. away from our loved ones. Mm-hmm. 
we can't even see each other smile because we're looking at everything else. Mm-hmm. Look at God. He shows us ourselves, mm-hmm. our loved ones, things that's important to us. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's at, is when a person with a group of people agree as one, he's among, he's amidst it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in the midst, and there's a commanded blessing in unity. And I believe that's what we're headed in the body of Christ. We're headed to unity in the body of Christ. And I think with that commanded blessing, the world shall be blessed. You know, I think, you know, I've been pondering and I think about you are the omnipotent, all-powerful, all-knowing God. You can do anything you want and you want to to make to send your only begotten son to send the word of god place it in the in the womb of a virgin virgin mary and you could be born in a palace you could be born in the most a different time a time where we had lear jets I mean, but you chose a time and a season and where there were no cars, there were no airplanes, there was no electricity. You chose to be born um, with Joseph and Mary. Um, they were both from the line of David. And so that's, the, that's awesome. It fulfills the prophecy. But the other interesting thing about it is you're going to be born in the lowliest Conditions you are going to be born in a in a in a cave or in some people say it was the family David's family one of his family homes and in the basement where they kept the livestock but whatever it was you you God of the universe came and was put in the body became a fetus an embryo to a fetus and was born of this Virgin Mary and was helpless. And totally dependent on humans to take care of you for a season. And you were wrapped in swaddling clothes. And I found out from Rick, I think it's Renner, Warner, Renner, is Renner. And he has this thing called Sparkling Gems. He has a couple of great books called Sparkling Gems. And I've been listening to him recently. And he did the Greek research on what exactly was swaddling clothes and who exactly were those shepherds that the angels announced the birth of Christ Jesus, the deliverer and the savior of the world. And they were the shepherds for the sheep that were used in the sacrifice. So these were no ordinary lambs. These were the lambs that were, were that were perfect and they were the special shepherds to protect those lambs for the sacrifice. And what is swelling clothing? Swelling clothing was actually the um, strips of cloth that they wrapped the lambs, the baby lambs' legs with when they were first born. So um, God had a little sign, wink, wink, sign that he sent to these shepherds. He says, you will see a sign. And when they got to the manger and they saw Mary and Joseph and they saw this infant baby wrapped with the same straps, the same scraps of cloth that they wrapped 
the lamb, little lamb's body with, God was saying, this is the true lamb that will be sacrificed to save the world. I just I'm in awe with this revelation and I look forward to more revelations in 2021 because I didn't know that swaddling clothes were actually the strips of of cloth that are wrapped around the limbs of the lamb. And that so once again, Jesus was in a manger, which is a feeding trough. That actually looks like if you see the the manger they had during that era, it looks like a little tomb. It looks like a little casket. It's like a little white casket, right? And so, um, made out of limestone or something like that. And that's what Jesus was sitting in, and he was wrapped like a baby lamb going to go to be sacrificed. It is some deep things going on here in 2021. And I think that the I think that a lot of things were set in motion, a lot of things were cleared up, a lot of people's focus was brought back to Christ Jesus, to the Father, to the Lord God Holy Spirit, and I believe everyone that keeps their focus on the Lamb, on Christ Jesus, who will come back, not as a lamb. His second return is going to be as the lion of the tribe of Judah. He came in disguise. He came in with um, humble circumstances. But when he comes back the second time, everybody on planet Earth is going to see him. He's coming in on a white horse. He's coming with a great cloud of witnesses with a crown on his head and he's coming to take over and run and and run the millennial for the next thousand years. Any thoughts on that? That's going to be. That's going to happen, yes. Yes. People will see. We're going to see that day. When that day does come, we're going to see it come. The millennium, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit tells us all things. Right. And all we have to do is listen to the Holy Spirit. Gather what knowledge we can from God, the Word. Be a doer of the Word. Well, of course, be a doer of the Word. Yes. And follow the Word. But understand what we study. Because some people study and they get lost. Don't get lost in the Word. If you have a question, ask somebody. If they don't know the question, go ask somebody that does know. So uh, study together. Mm-hmm. And all that will come to play with all of us in our prayers, mm-hmm. in our hearts and minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I think, um, January 1st, 2021. People need to be get excited and people need to get focused and be about the father's business, because I think that there's not going to be too much time left after that, that we will go into the rapture, which is where um, the believers in Christ Jesus will be raptured up to be with Christ Jesus and the father and the Holy Spirit during the seven years of tribulation. And yes, there will be people left behind and there will be people who are saved. We will have the 144,000 Jewish um, men and maybe, I don't think it's going to be men. I don't don't know if it's going to be women in that, but 
It's going to be 144,000 and they are consecrated and sealed by the Holy Spirit and they will be going forth during a very horrendous time on this earth where the where the antichrist and the false prophet <clears throat> will actually be given authority to run the world and do the things that they want and those Christians who left are left behind who refuse to take the sign of the beast will be executed. Many of them will be beheaded and there will be a lot of sorrow. But guess what? We saw that in the first century church as well when the Romans threw the Christians into the Colosseums and wild animals tore them apart or they were put on um, um, gourd and Put and lit up like candles. I mean, we saw some horrendous and awful things happen. Martyrdom is not um, something new in the body of Christ and then for Christ Jesus. However, the good news is at the end, Christ always wins. So, um, for a short time, the enemy will have his way. But, but at the end of the seven years, game over. And those many will be saved during that time. They will be saved through persecution and through martyrdom in some cases, uh, if they're not taken up in the rapture. So, what do you think about that, my friend? Well, the time is now. You know, you listen to what Jesus Christ is telling you right now. He says, "Now is the time. Right now. Mm-hmm. Don't wait to then. Don't wait to tomorrow. Now." Follow him now. So that means do it now. Right now. So what we're going to do, we're going to listen to these uh, different stories that we can learn from God. Uh, We can listen to what Jesus Christ is saying to us from God because he's God himself. Do it now. Study the word now. Get with him. And he will let you know all things. The Holy Spirit will tell us all things. So all said and done, right now is where we at in our minds and our hearts. Is what he's gonna to touch us with. That's where he's gonna start leading us from. He's gonna meet us right where we at. Right where we at. Awesome. Well, on that note, I want to add Romans 10 9. Now that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be, you are saved now in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Charles, once again for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. Enjoy January 1st, 2021. This is a new year, a new time, a new day. And now, Now seek Christ Jesus, as my dear friend Charles has just said. Thank you for joining me on Into the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Dr. Edith Davis, Happy New Year.